Welcome to the Beyond Biases, Borders, and Barriers podcast. The show is designed for faculty, students, and industry stakeholders passionate about Philippine tourism. This is a safe space where we share best new practices, lessons learned, and insights on trends and issues. It envisions to be your go-to podcast for tourism collaboration, information, and discussion. Brought to you by the Red Button Podcast Agency. The views, thoughts, and opinions of our guests expressed on this podcast are their own and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of Beyond Biases, Borders, and Barriers. The material and information presented here is for general information purposes only. The Beyond Biases, Borders, and Barriers name and all forms and abbreviations are the property of its owner and its use does not imply endorsement of or opposition to any specific organization, product, or service. Now, let's unbox Philippine tourism with BAM Dissimulation. Hi! You're listening to another episode of Beyond Biases, Borders and Barriers podcast. Today's episode focuses on event sustainability. What are we waiting for? Let's unbox the Philippine tourism industry together. There are two main classifications of events, business and special events. MICE, that acronym refers to M, meetings, I, incentives, C, conventions, and E, exhibitions. On the other hand, there are special events that include life cycle celebrations, cultural, historical, religious festivities, and mega and hallmark events. Some examples are birthdays, reunions, weddings, anniversaries, parade, fiesta, beauty pageants, sports competitions, and concerts. Now, are these events sustainable? Let's find out. Studies show that a 1,000-person three-day event results to 5,670 kilograms of garbage and 530 metric tons of carbon dioxide. So imagine a mega event like the FIFA World Cup 2022 held in Qatar with almost 3 million fans in attendance. Do the math. We've got to know what event sustainability is really all about. According to the Events Industry Council, it is taking action towards preserving the natural environment, promoting a healthy, inclusive society, and supporting a thriving economy. Key phrases here, preserve the environment, promote inclusivity, and support the economy. The three-point agenda helps ensure that events can decrease carbon footprint, create businesses for the long term, uses construction materials that can be recycled and reused, and helps improve access for all. So what can we do on our own? We can shift organic products. Check. Buy from the locals. Good idea. Use public transport. Uh, no, not in Metro Manila. Repurpose event venues. Yes, we've done that during the lockdowns. Reduce food waste. Please bring your microwavables, all colors, all sizes. You can also use technology for online tickets, 
support travel reservations and continue with hybrid conference formats. So we have more people that can participate and more people can listen to more experts. It's obvious that there is no single strategy for event sustainability, but we can always think of something to contribute so that everybody gets to benefit. Did you observe how the Japanese FIFA World Cup 2022 fans voluntarily picked up the trash after their games? That was very, very interesting. And then the Morocco fans followed their example. Now, how about us, Filipinos? Maybe we can start with the ATM receipts. If you've got ideas, let us know. And here's our trivia for this episode. It's about the Philippine International Convention Center, PICC located at the Cultural Center Complex in Pasay City, Metro Manila. This was designed by national artist for architecture, Leandro Loxin, and the PICC was inaugurated on September 5, 1976, just in time for the International Monetary Fund World Bank meeting. It has also hosted conferences like the Informal Summit of the ASEAN in 1999, the Miss Universe Pageant in 1994, and the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Meetings in 1996 and 2015. Of course, you recognize the PICC. It has been the venue for concerts as well as graduations. According to experts, the PICC epitomizes the brutalist architecture movement. Now, what's that? They say that it's about rough, unfinished surfaces, unusual shapes, heavy-looking materials, straight lines, and small windows. It looks cold, and it feels cold. But works by national artists like Jose Hoya, Arturo Luz, Napoleon Abueva, Hernando Ocampo, Abdulmari Imao, and Anki Kok adorn the walls of PICC, making it so spectacular. You've got time? Check out the PICC at the Cultural Center of the Philippines Complex in Pasay City before you go mauling. And that's our episode. I'm Bam de Simulacion, inviting you to join me again on the next Beyond Biases, Borders and Barriers podcast as we continue to unbox the Philippine tourism industry together. Thank you very much. I'll be with you soon. Thanks for listening to the Beyond Biases, Borders and Barriers podcast. If you think this podcast is helpful to you, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. For comments and suggestions, email us at beyondbiasesbordersbarriers at gmail.com. Get episode updates on Facebook at facebook.com slash beyondbiasesbordersandbarriers.podcast. Tune in again next time for another unboxing of Philippine Tourism.